weeks at home with the family. Just what we needed to prepare ourselves for Holy Week and Easter. Is it all going as we had planned? Or is it turning out to be a disaster? All right, that's a bit dramatic, I know. But you know, we'll talk more about families and relationships in this episode. This is our Catholics at Home podcast, produced in collaboration with the Catholic Research Centre in Kuala Lumpur. Before we get into it, let me just say hello, give a shout out to all of you who have been posting some kind comments on our FB page. Once again, that's Catholics at Home podcast. You can find us on Facebook. And just like to say hello to Tin Chen John Yin, Gita Vijaswarya, Adeline. Hello, Adeline Jayasurya, Edwin Cyril, and also Sheila Kavanati. And I'd like to tell you that if you have any comments or suggestions for the show, just go to our FB page, that's Catholics at Home Podcast. And today's show is actually inspired by a suggestion by Christy Herman. Yes, Christy, thank you so much for your suggestion. You wanted us to talk about relationships, prayer, and some tips during this challenging time. And so this show is especially for you. All right, today's topic is keeping families of, sorry, Families keeping it together during Holy Week. My name is Kachang Kevin and my co-host is Mark Darren Lee. Well, since we have a families theme, Mark, why don't you introduce your family to us? Hi, everyone. Yeah, so uh, together with me, I have, uh, as you all met, Melissa the last time. And then we have my eldest son, Matthias. Say hello. Hello. And also we have my youngest, the cheekiest. They always like to smile. Marcus. Hello. hello. Say Hello. Hello. And what about your wife? I said that at the start already. I said this is Melissa, <laughs> my beautiful, adorable <laughs> wife, Melissa. Sorry, I didn't catch that. Maybe it's the connection. All right. So, Mark, Melissa, Matthias, and Marcus, the M&Ms in short here. Four M's. <laughs> glad to have four M's, Kevin. Four M's. All right. Uh, glad to have you on the show. Also, our spiritual guide and our spiritual father, Father Clarence Devadas. Hello. Hi, Kevin. Hi, everyone. How are you? Since we're having a family theme, Father, looks like you have the homely, holy family with you at the back. Yeah, this, that's been my companion this last two weeks. Yeah, that's a great companion, great company to be in. And uh, Father, just before we go on with the... Um, sorry, uh, let me just uh, remove that. All right. And our special guest on the show today, as we talk about families keeping it together during MCO and Holy Week, is the Chan family. So we'd like to welcome Tim, Marianne, Beth, and Bree. How are you guys doing? Good. Hi. All right. So it's going to be a family show. We're going to talk a lot about what you've been doing during the MCO and all of that. Uh, but Father, just before we get into it, I want to answer a question by John Joseph uh, following our previous show. We mentioned that we don't have palms this Sunday. And John is asking, can we use our old palms if we have them? Of course, Kevin. You can surely use those palms that you have had blessed last year for your homes. I don't think there's, there's an expiry date for a blessed palm. So you can use those palms also. Even though you know, we have always asked just before Ash Wednesday to bring those palms. And if you still have those palms, of course you can use them you know, as a reminder uh, of the season that we are in. All right, fantastic. Thank you very much. And I hope that answers your question, John. All right, let's get into our topic for today. Uh, first of all, Tim and Mary, and maybe you can tell us a bit about yourselves. Uh, what do you do and how long have you been married? You want to go first? So, um, me, I'm a teacher teaching in the 
play school and um, we've been married for about 14 years, 14 years now. All right, and Tim, what do you do? I'm a software developer uh, with an ERP company. So in IT, basically. All right, so I'm just guessing during, during this MCO, you can do your work at home online. Like uh, Miriam, you can have classes online. Is that going on? Yeah, uh, we, in fact, we are sort of pushed into it because uh, dealing with very young children, uh, the parents are actually left uh, with nothing to do at home with the children. And many of them who are also working themselves, they are finding it hard um, to handle the children while working. So we're giving them, we started by giving them daily suggestions. But very quickly we realized that with the suggestions, the parents had to sit with the children. Therefore, we started videoing ourselves, um, like as if we are in the classroom, and getting the children to engage in a lesson through the screen. So everything is done with recording. Um, in the beginning was through WhatsApp, then we use a Facebook community page to post our videos for our children. But next week, we are moving on into the Google Classroom, so um, the parents will have better access and they will get uh, more organized information from that platform. Right, and Tim, are you also doing your work at home? How is it uh, working uh, with your kids around? Well, uh, working from home is uh, something that I've been doing all this while. So there's not much of a, um, there's not huge um, difference for me. There's nothing for me to adapt, except that, you know, now I have to prepare meals for the children. Um, and I have to allocate time to cook for them. And it, it is, during the process, basically, I've learned how to cook. Uh, I'm sure I'm not as good as Father Gerard who I saw him posting Chakwetel on his Facebook. So I think maybe next round we can get him on podcast to share with us his recipes. Lah. Exactly. And also we can get some recipes from uh, Father Clarence. Uh, Father, you've also been cooking for yourself. Uh, uh, what's your favorite dish during this uh, as MCO? I, as I said, Kevin, in the very first episode, you know, there's a difference between cooking and surviving. So now it's time to bring out all the Boy Scout skills, you know, how to survive uh, in the wilderness. So literally in the wilderness, uh, we've been trying to do something. So for me, the easiest is, you know, pasta. That's the easiest thing to prepare. Yeah, so I do a lot of that uh, during this time. All right. And uh, Mark and Mel, your kids are also joining you cooking, as you mentioned uh, before. Maybe we can talk a little about them. How, uh, let, us, let your kids tell us how they like cooking. Oh my God. What do you make? What do you make this morning? So I made scramble eggs. Wow. So so basically, uh, yesterday my 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 parents stayed over. Uh, yeah. So what happened was, in the morning, uh, Matthias, my my dad normally makes a uh, breakfast for the family. That's something a ritual he's been doing all this while. But this time around, uh, Matthias and Marcus said, "Dad, Grandpa, please, uh, um, don't when don't wake up so early because my dad wakes up like four or five o'clock. You know what I mean? Uh, he has that habit. So he says, don't wake up so early. This time around, I'll make for you breakfast. So he, what what he did was he woke up and you made." He made breakfast. What breakfast do you make, Matthias? Uh, garlic bread and pancakes. Yeah, so, so I mean, we're getting them to also learn how to cook because we realize today a lot of children, I believe they are, the parents will do everything for them. So uh, we always learn a lot from each other, from Marianne and Tim in terms of uh, how do we get our kids to continue the basic skills of actually uh, knowledge of, I mean, doing things for yourself, you know what I mean? And, and these things, I think, money cannot buy. And also, I think, uh, something where we can spend quality time with each other. Hey Mark, you should learn from your father waking up early. 
<laughs> Definitely, father. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's um, let's talk more about this MCO period. All right, uh, Tim. What have you learned during this MCO period? Um, you know, any self uh, discovery during this time? Yeah, this is going to be a long one. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, We've got the time. Yeah. Um, so basically, um, I was reflecting. Of course, I'm a more spiritual person. I think in this family, so I have been reflecting, like many others out there, and even when you mentioned on your first podcast about people asking, um, where is God in all of this? So I, I myself asked that question as well. So I kind of reflected on how my situation was a, a year ago from a year before this, as in last year, somewhere around last year. Uh, this time during Lent and Easter, I, I was between jobs. So it was very challenging. Life was very challenging. And then um, I landed myself in a job. So I was in sales previously and I was traveling a lot previously. And the new job that I've got is basically a desk bound job. And during that time, I was struggling and trying to cope and adapt. I was very frustrated because I was desk bound and I couldn't adapt because previously I, I had the flexibility and I have the mobility. So many friends told me, you know, um, Tim, everything happens for a reason. And in his time, everything will be revealed. So when MCO hit, um, I, I, feel, I feel very blessed now because I don't have to travel anymore and expose myself to the virus. Uh, because I don't only travel locally, I travel abroad as well. So if I would have been in that situation, basically, I might be exposing myself and my family and my friends to the virus. So I count my blessing. I think for me, that's the subtle uh, message that God is telling me that, you know, everything happens for a reason. And although we are going through this difficulty during this time, I believe once we get out of this, we'll, we'll be stronger. We'll learn something new out of it because... I think we don't really have the time to um, slow down and think about our lives. And, you know, how, 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 how often do you get uh, an opportunity like this to actually slow down your life and think about life in general, spiritually as well? Yeah, that's great. Um, in, you know, Father Clarence, if I can just turn this to you for a while. We always hear these people saying... Uh, Everything happens for a reason and it's in his time. And we know that and we believe that. But for people who are actually, when they're in that moment, it's very hard to accept that in their heart. Maybe you can talk something about that. Yeah, Kevin. You know, when things are going smoothly, uh, it is always easy to, to look at it from that perspective that, that you know, everything happens for a reason. There's always a blessing. But even for us now, you know, if we are somehow detached from this whole situation, you also realize that there are lots of people out there who are directly you know, affected by this situation. Look around the world, in our own country, uh, people have lost their lives. So how do you, how do you tell them? What do you say to them? Uh, is there something greater coming out of this? Uh, I think it's very difficult. As I said in the very beginning, the first show, I said, you know, sometimes it's very hard to understand things that happen around the world. There are many things that we don't understand. You know, uh, we never understand the mind of God. Uh, if we could understand the mind of God and then we equate ourselves with God. So I, I'm sure there's, there's something you know, that is happening. Uh, and for each one of us, I think there is a message for each one of us. So it's very difficult to say that there's one common message for the whole world or for everyone. 
but each one can appropriate their own personal learnings from every situation, whether good or bad. And I think that's the most important thing for people to, to stop. And I think this situation has made us stop, made us stop to reflect. And I think the most important thing I've been saying this is to reflect on relationships, you know, our relationship with God, our relationship with one another. Now we have people under the same roof. We can't run away. We have no choice. Everybody's around us. In some ways, I'm blessed. There's nobody around me. I live all alone. But it has forced us to look at these things. Our relationship with, with, with our neighbor, you know, reaching out to people, irrespective of race, religion, reaching out to help people who I need this time. And I think the important thing is our relationship with the environment, with our, the, the environment that we live in. So I think each one has to appropriate a message and each one, I believe God speaks to us uh, in a very personal way in the solitude of our hearts. Yeah, that's very true, especially uh, with this COVID-19, you know, it affects everybody. It doesn't matter who you are, whether you're at the top or the bottom or wherever, it affects everybody. And um, I also had uh, some comments coming through from the first episode that, you know, right now we, you know, we can see how much we need other people, people that we probably didn't think much uh, or think a lot about before that, like, you know, the uh, refuse collector, you know, some people are saying the first thing I'm going to do after the MCO is get a haircut. You know, our barber has been so, is so important to us now. You know, those people who's been doing the, what they call the triple D jobs and all that, maybe sometimes you don't think enough of them, but at right now we know how much we need them. And uh, it's, it's kind of a, a good way to, like Tim said, just to reflect, get a reset on things and have a, a great outlook. Uh, Mark, just <laughs> curious, what would you do after the MCO? What's the first thing you would do? <laughs> just to lighten up the conversation a little bit. Go for banana leaf. The muti mata is our favorite joint. But anyway, uh, yeah. I think uh, in this time, a lot of people is like, a lot, I think we all, a lot of us take things for granted because, you know, unless you're forced into this kind of situation, then then we realize and start thinking about life, you know, and, and, and about people who are less fortunate than us, about everything else. So in a way, I mean, you know, it's something good that came out of this. Um, yeah. But also, I think uh, to add to this, I think where we look at it also, I, I recently saw on social media people saying that uh, uh, they're opening up their themselves to say, if you know, I mean, if you have um, any difficulty in terms of food, or, 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 or basic necessities and all, don't be afraid to message. And people are taking that message now and spreading it all on their own platforms because individuals, like a couple of friends who are actually starting this movement so that they'll get people, they themselves are volunteering whatever they have to give to others, which is in need, which I think is great. Because there's so many times in, when we look on social media today, a lot of people are sharing things, you know what I mean? Um, sharing things, uh, this and that. Sometimes they, they're just condemning other people. But I think sometimes we need to see how can we then make a difference. And I think each one of us, and, and the good thing is that today with the family, these little things that we do, I believe, uh, will, will also instill in them that values of, of creating that whole community spirit and how can we help those uh, and share Christ with others, I believe, you know I mean, through our actions instead of uh, through just words on social media. <laughs> Since tomorrow yeah. is uh, Palm Sunday, <laughs> let's ask uh, Tim's kids, uh, Beth, Yes. Hello. Hello. Huh. How are you preparing for Holy Week? 
<laughs> I recently got the privilege to join our school's Christian Fellowship. I was, with such an opportunity, I was hoping to grow stronger in my faith. But because of MCO, this is not really happening the way I planned it. So I do miss being able to have praise and worship sessions and having the talks about our faith. And I've grown to enjoy most of all to be together in prayer with most of my friends. But in terms of how I'm preparing, I'm trying my best to pray every day. So Beth, Bethany, how do you pray with your friends? Is it uh, via Zoom or, or how do you do it? Do you do it today? Do you do it together with your friends or do, we do, it, do you do it by yourself? I do it by myself. Okay. No, I mean, when you do it at Christian Fellowship. Because, um, the MC, because of the MCO, she didn't, don't have the Christian Fellowship gathering, so she couldn't pray with her friends. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, but how, how, do you, how do you like being at home? During this time, and you know how how do you think or suggest that we can reach out to the less fortunate during this time? Initially, I was really upset about having to stay home and not being able to go to school. I remember <clears throat> thinking to myself on the Friday before we broke off our midterm break, I might not be able to get to see my friends for a long time after today. So I tried to enjoy the day as much as I can. But so far, I've been enjoying my day-to-day -day online lessons compared to when I first thought about it. And for, for how to reach out the last fortunate was that before MCO, I was actually really looking forward to volunteering at the soup kitchen. But unfortunately, because of that, I was unable to go. So right now, <clears throat> if I were able to, I would really like to go out and be part of the team that provides food. But because I don't have the means to, I believe that praying for them would be very helpful, a really helpful thing to do. That's very good, there Beth. There are quite a few young people here. I'm, I'm quite curious to find out. You know, uh, a lot of children are telling me they're enjoying online studying. You know, for the most of us who are hosting this program, we have migrated into technology, uh, digital technology. But these children are, are natives, they are born. How, how do you see the, the online masses? How do you feel? Do you feel connected with the church, these online masses or young people? Are uh, you talking to me, Father? Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I enjoy the children masters in Singapore. Okay, all right. Bethany? You've been following the online masses? Yeah. Yes, I have been following the online masses. How do you like it compared to when we can go to church? I do prefer going to church more because I feel more connected when I'm in church. So I would definitely prefer to go to church more. Wow. Yes, I What about you, Mimi? What do you think about the online mass? I'm thankful that the church can come up with an online mass, but I also prefer going to mass in person because you meet the priest in person and you can um, witness the mass in person too. And you can high-five the priest, eh? like Father Simon and all, eh? once you see them in church, right? Yes. But Father, just a question, Father. I mean, uh, we, 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 we realized that uh, in Singapore, they have this 
the good thing is that I think what they've done is they, they have the online mask for children and I think it's quite interactive. Do you think that in Malaysia we'll do something soon? Yeah, Mark, I think, I think you know, some, this is something that we, we are exploring to do different things. You know, for instance, you know, like I said, even this podcast that we are doing, you know, who would have thought before MCO it will take off like this? But I think, you know, uh, uncharted waters, uh, we are entering into different areas. I'm sure that will come, uh, and I believe that will come. Uh, but we still have these difficulties at the moment of trying to get priests to go to a particular place because of the restricted movement. Uh, and not every church has got the facilities uh, to be able to live stream. So we are dependent, especially in the diocese, uh, in Peninsular Malaysia and East Malaysia, to certain churches only. So we are kind of restricted ourselves. Uh, and they are trying to, to provide for the masses. You know, and I think uh, that seems to be the, the primary uh, need at the moment to be able to cope with just the, the Sunday masses uh, now with, during the season of Lent with the way of the cross. But I'm sure if, if this goes on, we have to think of, of new things uh, to engage. Uh, yeah. Some parishes are already doing Sunday school uh, online. Mm -hmm. uh, they are having classes via Zoom. So it's a step forward, uh, but it's always a challenge. We just don't think of urban parishes Always remember there are suburban parishes, there are rural parishes uh, with lack of facilities, connectivity. So we need to think of them also. Father, um, which, uh, maybe, uh, maybe what we can do after this podcast is in our, our, we, can, we can share those Sunday school uh, links and all so that uh, people who want to join Sunday school, because a lot of them, I believe, they say they miss Sunday school, right? So uh, where they meet their friends. So maybe they can actually, yeah, if, maybe if their church don't have it, uh, maybe they can follow what, what, what's happening uh, on, on the other churches in terms of Sunday school so they can get connected to the, to the faith and education. Sure. Yeah. Well, I suppose uh, it doesn't matter whether it's online or, you know, face-to-face -face interaction. What's more important is the connection between families. And uh, Mary, and you're a teacher, of course, so I'm sure you've got a lot of ideas on how you can advise other parents listening in on how they can spend time uh, with, their, with their families. How do you spend time with uh, Bethany and Bree and, and what do you all do during this time? Well, for us, it's, um, mostly I would say over dinner now because uh, work still goes on as normal. In fact, work for me now has suddenly become double the timeline um, where I used to go to work from morning about 7 to 6. But right now, I find myself working extra hours because of uh, being thrown into uh, an, something that we are not used to. We have to produce videos. We have to get our plans together, organize a team of people. Um, and the girls have their online learning going on at staggered timing. Um, so juggling routine is one thing, uh, getting used to a new normal routine. It's a bit um, difficult for me as a working mom. Um, but dinner, over dinner is one of the times of in, the, in the course of the day where everybody gets to sit down together and then we get to share on what we do. And um, also definitely prayer comes in during that time. So on a normal weekdays, I would say when they are working out there, we don't get to do that as a whole family. It will usually probably a three of us where Tim has to go off for his, um, his badminton games and things like that. Um, but now as a family, we get to do that every day. Every day we sit down together for dinner. Um, the prayer comes in and then to catch up on what's happening at school or during their lessons, 
and we sometimes share about what we are going through um, with our work and also talk about the current situation. I think talking about the current situation is very real for children. The, just the other day, we were watching a show similar to what's going on with us right now. It's called Contagion. So children's perspective, when they watch the movie, they, they have this idea of sort of what is happening out there in the world. Like for me, I get to go out once a week still um, to quickly go and replenish the supplies for the family. But the girls have not gone out at all since we are on MCO. So the other day, Beth was asking me, uh, Mom, is it the same out there? Because she watched in the movie, the scene with tankers and soldiers all over the place. So then it dawned on me that, you know, uh, it's very important to explain to them what is going on. How is this whole COVID thing unfolding? Um, where are we headed to? And um, what is going on out there? We are sort of like their eyes. They can still see their friends, but their friends are in the home. They can still see their teachers, but everybody is confined in their homes and they are not out there to be able to see what is really happening on the roads, uh, on the streets. Yeah. Are you guys doing uh, anything for the Easter Tridium, for Holy Week? Are you all doing anything as a family together? And Tim, I believe you're the handyman in the house. So, you know, you've got any creative ideas? Right, just before the MCO, um, I bought some devotional uh, music, prayer music. So that's basically playing um, at the background normally during the day. Uh, yeah, like you said, I, every year I used to handcraft uh, crucifixes just to remind me so that I can reflect on the passion. Uh, but I guess this year I, I can't get the materials and the inspiration so I'm planting a little palm here so hopefully by next year you'll be ready for Palm Sunday. <laughs> you wow. want to show us your crucifix, Tim? Oh, sure. Uh, this is something that I did like two years ago. Wow. Nice. Yep. Very nice. What inspired you, Tim, to make this? I know, simplicity, basically, um, with some wood and wires, I just wanted to create a crucifix uh, with, with an image of Jesus on it. So, um, that, that's what inspired me, something that's simple, uh, like this, like how Jesus' life is. Uh, it's simple, yet, you know, he has the power um, to conquer death. So that was the inspiration behind this piece, basically. Nice. Have you all come out with anything um, for this year, for coming into Holy Week? Yes, we have. We don't normally do this. I think for, like most Catholics, you take for granted, Holy Week is there, church is there. Church will be the one who will guide our faith. So you will, you will go through the motion. Palm Sunday, you go for Holy Thursday, Holy, um, then Good Friday. And then next thing you know, it's Easter. Then you just enjoy the season. But because um, now confined at home, attending Mass is so difficult. And then it also got us to think uh, when, we, when we had to think and get serious about Holy Week. What are we going to do about it? So um, we taught as a family um, that... This is something that we can do. At the end of the day, Easter is to remind us how God sent His Son to redeem us, bringing all our problems and our sins to the cross. So what we're going to do this year is that um, we've thought of this. Every day, we have this post-it here. There are seven of it starting from Palm Sunday. We will write a <coughs> prayer, dedication. And uh, we've wrote our first. 
which is dedicated mostly to um, COVID for this, uh, this epidemic to be over, this pandemic to be over, and then for the children mostly is to be able to go to school and um, to be back to also have resources um, thinking about the poor as well. So every day is to fill in one post-it until Easter. Um, so at least mentally you are thinking about it and um, hopefully we will be able to put in some time to, to pray together as well, not only during dinner, but uh, probably midday and um, just together uh, before we go off to sleep. We call this the Victory Prayer Board. Nice, nice, very oh, nice. That's nice. Well, Mark, sure. you also got some suggestions and uh, Mark, you've been doing some uh, handiwork. <laughs> not <It's> not us. <laughs> so, uh, so, just after the podcast the other day, uh, which you all did with uh, Father, Father Pat, uh, then uh, my, my good friend called uh, Achai or Christopher Teo and Diana and Jeremiah and Isaiah, they came by to, 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 to drop us something. They made a cross out of the palms they have at home. So, wow. they were just distributing it to... to to the various uh, friends they have around the area. I mean, you know what I mean? Just to share a little bit of, of the love, you know what I mean? And, and I think this was quite cool because then, 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 then we thought of, hey, maybe we can use this to decorate the, the door, which, which uh, what uh, my Uncle Pat mentioned the other day, you know? Yeah, exactly. A lot of great ideas and uh, tips for families with children to get involved in. Uh, Father Clarence, we've been talking about this in the previous show, you know, and uh, how about we, we ask all our viewers to, to post some pictures in, and I'm sure you, you've talked about you wanting to give a mystery prize. Maybe you can tell us more about that and the competition. Yeah, Kevin, I think we, we've been talking about, you know, to encourage people to use their creativity, you know, uh, to come up with new ideas. I think Tim, Marianne, I think Mark, uh, Christopher, they've all shared a little bit of what they're doing. I think there are many others out there who are doing different different things. So we're going to ask them to to post it uh, to post it uh, on our Facebook uh, decorations uh, preparations uh, for Palm Sunday and for the rest of the Holy Week for Holy Thursday, Good Friday, uh, and then uh, we will choose. Uh, uh, we'll look at it and see. You know, uh, we'll probably have a mystery gift for the most creative uh, decoration for Holy Week, uh, and somehow we'll get the gift. Uh, to that particular person uh, after during the Easter season and after MCO is lifted. Yeah, I understand. Uh, Father Patrick also would like to up what whatever you're doing. He's going to also give a prize on this. So so we have a double bonus this this time around to to help prepare. Great. Yeah. All right, fantastic. So you've heard it. Uh, there's two prizes to give away. To, if you want to take part, just, cast, just post pictures of whatever you're doing, some of the creative ideas you've had, you've seen uh, the creative ideas from uh, Tim, Marian, Bethany and Bree, and also uh, Mark and his family. So we'd like to see your pictures. Make sure you send it to our Facebook page, post it on our Facebook page. That's Catholics at Home Podcast. Yeah? Now, before we end the show, uh, Father Clarence, do you have any advice for families out there on uh, keeping it together, especially relationships sometimes, you know, too close together? Uh, you know, tensions, patients might run out and stuff like that. What's your advice? To well, I think, you know, as I, 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 would, I would imagine, yes, you know, living under the same roof, confined spaces, you know, 
and bumping into each other sometimes uh, can be quite unnerving in many ways. But you know, let's look at it as a time to, to build relationships. You know, we're not perfect. Uh, the MCO puts extra pressure on each one of us, especially if we're not able to go out uh, to get some fresh air or, or sunlight. Uh, but let's keep calm. Let's keep cool. Uh, let's look at it as a time uh, to build relationships, especially with family. And I think we all will come out of this better and stronger. All right. Great advice there, Father Clarence. Now we're running out of time. So before we go, uh, Father, you don't mind, can you lead us in prayer as we end the show? In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God, our loving Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your graces. We thank you for your blessings. We come before you at this most important time as we enter, prepare ourselves to enter into Holy Week, to experience the triumphant entry of Jesus into Jerusalem, his last supper with his disciples, his crucifixion, and his resurrection. And we pray that during this time, when we are at home with our families, with our friends, or even by ourselves, that these experiences may truly inspire us to renew our faith so that on that Easter morning, we may truly glorify you for the gift of new life that you give to each one of us. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. So that's it for this episode. A big thank you to Tim, Marianne, Bethany and Bree for joining us as well as uh, Father Clarence to guide us through this. And from my co-hosts, Mark Darnley, Mel, Matthias, and Marcus, thank you for joining us. I'm Kachang Kevin. Have a blessed Holy Week and Happy Easter. See you in the next show. Happy Easter. Bye. Bye, Father. Bye, 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 Father. Bye, Father.